0: before we get to our show here is a podcast we think you're gonna love
1: hi i'm heather and i'm Rhonda, and we're two wine loving psych nerd long distance friends who host the podcast wine mind where each episode we break down a psychology topic while getting buzzed on a bottle of wine and sometimes we make up words have you ever poured back a few glasses of wine and found yourself wondering, why is wine so awesome? Why is it so hard to make friends in adulthood? What's the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath? If so, then Wine Mind is the podcast for you. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And check out our website at winemindpodcast.com. You can also find us on the social medias as at Wine Mind Podcast. So uncork a bottle and join us. Cheers! Cheers. Hello, hello. Is anyone there? Hello, hotel. Is
0: hotel. No, <laughs> I'm not talking about hotel hell today. This is a popcast. We yes,
1: popcast, popcast, popcast. Welcome to the perhaps it's you popcast minisode we had so much fun doing the last one we decided to do another one we were inspired by a segment of unsolved mysteries about a hero dog to Named tell highly. you
0: about more hero dogs and animals yeah what's not gonna be a lot of dogs let's, in this let's one. say maybe there's only one dog on this one <laughs> Hypothetically, i'm still calling it a podcast. sure uh we are so cold <laughs> that this may seem a little rushed but that's just you that's not reality <laughs>
1: Are you gaslighting our listeners? Yeah.
0: <laughs> if this episode feels if rushed, someone, if
1: it's someone not comments
0: powerful. on it like, "Wow, that podcast was really rushed." We'll be like, "Well, that's really just your perception.
1: I don't know why you're pushing that." No, it's yeah, going to be also fucking it's rushed. It's like 20 degrees in this house because we have to turn the heat off and Minnesota is cold <laughs> as fuck. My butt is so cold right it's now. So, I, I can't, can't explain it. I have it. a quilt and an afghan on right now and two long sleeve shirts. This is no way to live. Yes, it's very Samantha, it's tell chilly. me about a hero
0: dog okay. or a pigeon.
1: <laughs> Yes, I, we could call this the pigeon cast, perhaps, because I have a story about a hero pigeon. I bet you've never even heard of a hero pigeon before, but we're here to you enlighten have you. But you haven't. You know so that meme
0: where the brains keep exploding and you get to the, like, galaxy <laughs> mind? That's this. You were like, oh, hero dog? Sure. Hero bear? That's more enlightened. Hero pigeon? bam. bam. <laughs> This is gonna blow your mind. <laughs> yeah, bro- your mind is
1: blown. All right, I might pronounce this wrong. This sure. is French. And Cher Ami? Cher Ami? Sure. This is a cute of French
0: is pronouncing very few of the letters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can tell you from years of French classes and not being able to speak French.
1: Cher Ami. Cher Ami. Um, am- anyway, sure. It means dear friend in French. Uh, this was a female homing pigeon. Who had been donated by the Pigeon Fanciers of Britain for use by the U.S. Oh Army God. Signal Corps. Could you say the name of that organization again? The Pigeon Fanciers of Britain.
0: Oh, that's just lovely. <laughs> I have this book about how to care from, for guinea pigs that's also Is it English, called? but it's called The Proper Care of Guinea Pigs. <laughs> And there's just something about that that's so cozy and lovely. Was it made by
1: p- made by the guinea pig fanciers? No, it was,
0: of- it's made by this guy that had like 40 guinea pigs. Oh wow! And he would take that's them a to hospitals to pigs. like cheer up kids. It was Aww, super cute. Oh,
1: that's adorable.
0: Anyway, tell me more about these pigeon okay. fanciers, which almost sounds perverted. Let's be real. <laughs> They're like, no, this was very wholesome. They raised pigeons. They fancy the pigeons. <laughs>
1: Stop! <laughs>
0: Stop!
1: Why are you? Why Stop. are you?
0: if I like this says Samantha <laughs> who is like booty this this guy had a great booty Mothman has a great booty Blah blah blah. blah. yeah and then you're like Liz Don't how s- dare you
1: this is the pop cast this is wholesome oh I'm sorry you're not gonna sully the legacy of Pen- the hero penchant. pigeon wink wink okay so some this- nice
0: tail feathers on you
1: I just bumped my microphone because of you Okay, so she was donated to the U.S. Army Signal Corps in France during World War One. She had been trained by American Pigeoneers. <laughs> That's what they're called. I'm just picturing those... You know how animaniacs? They would have these...
0: Sketches I did not like that were like a parody of Good Fellas, but it was called Good Feathers and it was just little pigeons acting like the godfather.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm picturing right now the pigeon ears. The pigeon ears. So she is most famous for delivering a message from an encircled battalion despite serious injuries during an offensive in October 1918. Wait, the pigeon got injured? Yeah.
0: Like uh, all pigeons. All pigeons only really seem to have the, the, one eye and one foot. Yes, yes. Because so, they all hang out around railroad stations. I know.
1: So oh, all pigeons get it together. On, uh, oh, pigeons get it together. <laughs> <laughs> get it together, pigeons. Get it. This well, pigeon was turn your life around. This pigeon was highly trained. She had it together. All right, I know, she had a job. Liz. I prefer pigeons who didn't get injured. <laughs> She was, that, was, that was a little politics joke for everyone okay. okay on October 3rd, 1918 Major Charles White Whittlesey and, that's not a real thing <laughs> I like how quickly this has gone off the rails and more than 194 men were trapped in a small depression on the side of a hill behind enemy lines without food or ammunition save them pigeons, save them They were also beginning to receive friendly fire from Allied troops who did not know their location. Oh, that's great. Surrounded by the Germans, many were killed and wounded in the first day, and by the second day, merely 194 men were still alive, not captured. Because his runners were consistently intercepted or killed by the Germans, the Major began dispatching messages via pigeon. The pigeon carrying the first message... Which said, many wounded, we cannot evacuate, was shot down. A second Aww. bird was sent with the message, men are suffering, can support be sent. This pigeon was also shot down. That sounds also a little unnecessarily down. long. Yeah. Like,
0: couldn't you just say, we're here, help, not... No. Can can support
1: be sent? <laughs> Look, they're trying to... I don't know. The Some people are long-winded. Seems a little Game of Thrones to me, The but, okay. artillery batteries supporting his men attempted to provide a barrage of protection for the men on the northern slope but believed that he was on the southern slope of the ravine resulting in a barrage inadvertently targeting their battalion Ami was dispatched with a note written on onion paper in a canister on her left leg. <laughs> It said, "We are. We are along the road, parallel to two hundred and seventy-six point four. Yeah, maybe that should have been in the first note. Our own artillery is dropping a barrage directly on us. For (laughs) quit (laughs) trying to kill us. This is what the last line was. For heaven's sake, stop it. That's amazing." (laughs) As Cher tried to fly back home, the Germans saw her rising out of the br- brush and open fire. After several seconds, she was shot down, but managed to take flight again. She arrived back Aww, she was at her loft at Division Headquarters 25 miles to the rear in just 25 minutes, helping to save the lives of the 194 soldiers. She had been shot through the breast behind... Uh, blinded in one eye Hmm. and had a leg hanging off like all pigeons she became the hero of the 77th infantry division army medics worked to save her life they were unable to save (laughs) she's on a little bed oh my goodness (laughs) 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 they were unable to save her leg so they carved a small wooden one for her when she recovered enough to travel the now one legged bird was put on a boat to the united states with general john j perishing seeing her off Okay. The pigeon was awarded... Pigeon,
0: you have survived the war. <laughs> Therefore,
1: you will see the world! <laughs> what? Why are they bring this pigeon on a boat? Well, they're sending her back to the U.S. She's... she's yeah, she's been discharged. She's... Honorably. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The pigeon was awarded the Croix de Guerre medal with, sure. with a palm oak leaf cluster for her heroic service and delivering 12 important messages. She died at Fort... Monmouth, New Jersey, on June 13th, 1919, from the wounds she received in battle, and was later inducted into the Racing Pigeon Hall of Fame in 1931. Wait,
0: where is the Racing Pigeon Hall of Fame, and when can we go, and, and can do- we go today?
1: I do not know. I don't think it's in Minnesota, but we could potentially go. I've got a car. I've got <laughs> a... I've got a- a credit card for gas. <laughs> like The Racing let's, Pigeon Hall dude, of Dude,
0: I love, like, weird, tiny, like, museums and things that you're just
1: like, why is this here? I would love to go, you pay my respects, um, to, to Share share on me So, she also received a gold medal from the organized bodies of American racing pigeon fanciers in recognition of her service during <laughs> World Hell War I. Hell yeah,
0: she did. In fact,
1: we... What is it when you
0: give something after someone's death? Posthumous. We give her a posthumous, the Perhaps It's You Pupcast Medal of Honor. Yes. Awarded, <laughs> Awarded to Me to for spectacular service as a fucking pigeon.
1: <laughs> Amazing. The man responsible for training and caring for the pigeon in the Signal Corps, Enoch Clifford Swain, was given an award for his service. America. Uh, really? He didn't do anything the pigeon did, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, Cher body was later mounted by a taxidermist Uh-oh. and enshrined in the Smithsonian Institute. It is currently on display with that of Sergeant Stubby in the National Museum <gasps> of American History. Is this how you found out about this? I didn't, but I did not know that she was alongside Star- Sergeant Stubby, so if you want to go see them both... I'm not a big fan of taxidermied animals, but you can go to the National Museum of American History to their Price of Freedom exhibit. Okay, everybody sign up for our fucking
0: Patreon, because we need to go to the Smithsonian and see creepy stuffed animals and give them their medals. We bring a little medal along with us. Can we we leave this with you, sir? We'll just, like, tape it to the glass. Like here you go. The thing is, I feel like if we got something really official looking, it could probably be up for a couple days before oh, anyone sure.
1: anyone realizes that's not. We'll we got. You walk in with badges. Excuse us. We're here to award
0: the pigeon. We're from okay. the uh, podcast fanciers of America <laughs> Society. We get a few
1: listeners in the area to help, like bring some official looking cameras in, and we could yeah. have, have like a press event.
0: Does anyone have one of those velvet ropes?
1: <laughs> just that's all up. you need. You can yeah. get anywhere with that,
0: and then we'll just walk, like I someone start the podcast fanciers of america please and then let me be on the board
1: <laughs>
0: i don't want to do it but someone
1: do it so that right? was the story of a hero pigeon okay share me would you like to hear which first okay you said that one of yours is gonna make me cry yeah and i don't know if i want to hear that first or last so I i'm think gonna leave it up to you i'm gonna say that's probably should be last okay because
0: i'm we're in like a good place the right actual now. dog one that was yeah dog is like- last a friend of the show Arden who we've had on the show sent me a story of a hero cat
1: amazing and
0: requested that perhaps we could fit this into the show and I was like oh I don't even have to look this up you got it babe (laughs) Because that's how I roll. So this is from the Washington Post. The article is, Russia's historic cat Masha. She's credited with saving an abandoned infant from a
1: winter's deep freeze. Masha. I saw, so I printed this for Liz because Liz is having printer problems. And the picture of Masha. (laughs) Masha could save several babies with that fluff. (laughs) I (laughs) watched um, the Netflix
0: documentary Catwalk, which is just a... Documentary of a year of people doing cat shows in Canada. Oh, my God. I need to watch this. And there's not, like, a ton to it. Like, I kind of thought there was going to be, like, more of a, like... I mean... Some more drama? Yeah. Like, basically, they follow those people. They didn't
1: know what was going to happen. Like, have you watched that Chicken People documentary? No. it's. I assume it's like that, but it's cats. Yeah, but those chicken people are wild. They are a different breed. So, I don't, like,
0: strongly recommend it because in the end, I was just sort of like, all right, that's people showing a lot of cats. But you do get to see a ton of different cats cats. and the cat that like keeps winning everything is seriously just like an orange sphere of fluff (laughs) and every judge is like this is the finest cat i've ever (laughs) seen (laughs) and i like i think the cat is cool because it's kind of weird looking but it's funny that it's like such a good specimen of its type which i can't even remember oh my god like some siberians it's like one of those smushed face cats but then it's seriously just like uh, orange fl- and so, this is impeccably groomed and you know so, but, but also it's in canada so everybody's like so nice
1: and then one person is like a legit witch oh wow so i now desperately want us to do chicken people for a patreon sure if we can find it i don't know if it's still streaming anywhere but i why feel not? like that would be super fun
0: why not okay so uh in moscow a cat from the Kaluga region, is being hailed as a hero after using her own body as a shelter to shelter an abandoned infant from a winter's deep freeze. Masha the cat, as the stray is called by residents of the building she calls home, found the infant in the entryway Saturday night and climbed into the box in which the baby had been left. So someone... You know, you hear of this every so often, just placed a baby in a box on the doorstep, but unfortunately, it was really, got really cold that day. Fortunately, Masha was there, oh. literally climbs in the box and keeps the baby warm. Did amazing. the cat just want the baby's body heat to keep itself warm? <laughs> Maybe, but it all worked out. <laughs> so one of the buildings residents heard the cat and the baby's cries. At first, the cat <laughs> in cat language is like, "Someone shut this kid up." <laughs> yeah, I'm at first person whose name I am not prepared to pronounce, just thought she was hearing Masha in some sort of distress. When I went down, I saw it was a baby crying. Reports said the baby had been left with a pacifier, bottles, and diapers, was dressed warmly, was wearing a hat, um, as residents described him, though he likely would have had difficulty staying warm enough to survive a whole night in the sub-freezing temperatures in the area. So, this is sad. I feel like this person meant well. I don't think they would have left all this stuff for the baby if they didn't, but... Just misguided, like, yeah. it's oof, oof. Anyway, so the residents called an ambulance, the baby went to the hospital, um, but not before Masha would try to accompany the baby on the way to the hospital. Aww. She was so worried about where we were taking the baby, the paramedic, a paramedic who responded said, she ran right behind us, meowing. She seemed quite intelligent. Aww. Doctors determined that the child is about two and a half months old, was well fed, clean clothes, blah, 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 showing no signs of abuse of neglect, but they did, the doctors did say that if they, if not for the cat, that the the child probably wouldn't have made it. Oh, Masha! Masha! Concerned cat and hero! Thank you! I hope she got all the fancy feast. Seriously, we also give you, perhaps it's you,
1: fancier's Medal of Honor. (laughs) podcast fancier's medal of honor i love how every animal we talk about from now on is getting the award well sure that's i mean it's an honor just to be included on the
0: podcast that's a a reward of (laughs) it
1: so i now bring you the story of a hero pig finally this pig is super fucking cute i'll post a picture on instagram do you think if there was a spider nearby it would go some pig probably okay on the morning of August 4th, 1998, Joanne Altman suffered a heart attack while vacationing in the north woods of the Presque Isle? I probably pronounced everything wrong in this episode. In Pennsylvania. She was alone, um, part of the family, apart from the family dog, Bear, who did nothing but bark at Joanne after she collapsed. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Bear. You don't get a medal. And if anybody else ever gave you a medal, it's taken away. She lay on the floor yelling, somebody help me, please help me, call an ambulance. But she was alone, so no one heard her. Joanne, who had had a heart attack. Okay, now I am picturing a pig
0: hearing her and just like hoofing it over to the phone. <laughs> Ooh, she said call an ambulance. Excuse
1: me, I would like one ambulance, please. Yeah.
0: It's me, A pig. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right? Sure, I assume. So, she had had a heart attack 18 months earlier, so she was panic-stricken. Another member of the Altman family was at hand, however. Lulu, a housebroken Vietnamese pot pig. She came to Joanne's aid. The pig was bought as a 40th birthday present for the Altman's daughter, Jackie, a year earlier. While they were going whale-watching for her birthday, Jackie asked her parents to babysit Lulu until she returned. It became apparent over the next few months that Jackie didn't really want Lulu, hmm. remarking that to her parents that she'd... um. Pick up her pet the next weekend, and then the next weekend, and then the next weekend. The thing about pigs is that they get really fucking big. Yeah, people My don't understand. Brother how big pigs and get. his wife have a housebroken pig, and the thing is massive. The pigs that they try and sell you, there was a brief period of time, maybe it's still going on to some extent, where people would market these mini pigs, but they were just marketing these, like, they are small pigs, but a small There's, pig is still, like, 100 pounds. The idea of a teacup pig is really, you're looking at, like... A
0: baby. The runt of the infant pigs. Right,
1: and sometimes and they'll even... it's still going to grow up to be a fucking massive I know. pig. And sometimes they'll even, like... Especially sketchy sellers of these pigs will even go to the extent of, like, malnourishing the baby pigs to kind of look smaller, and then when they sell it, then it's all up to you. Then you just... All of a sudden, this pig grows and grows and grows and becomes a... And then you're like, why is a
0: gigantic swine trying to dig up my floorboards? And it's like, because you have a pig in your house, that's why. Yeah, they can be
1: pretty destructive. So, it kind of sounds like that was what was happening to the Altman's daughter. So, she... uh, the, but the Altman soon became attached to Lulu, even as the piglet gained weight. Um, she soon became 150 pounds. It was so. Lulu took one look at Joanne, and after crying for a moment, crashed through the doggy slash piggy door out of the mobile <laughs> home. and and into their fenced in yard. Lulu had never left the confines of the yard except for when she was on a leash going for a walk but somehow she managed to push open the gate and get to a nearby road. Witnesses reported that Lulu would wait until a car approached and then calmly walk out into the road and lay down in front of the oncoming vehicle. Drivers predictably honked and swerved and one man later confessed to stopping but being unsure of what the creature was lying in the road and he was too afraid to get out of his car to investigate. Well you don't really expect a pig to be lying in the middle of the road. When a driver would fail to stop, Lulu would return to Joanne to check on her and then leave again to try and summon someone else. Wow. After about 45 minutes... Uh, the determined pig finally managed to persuade a young motorist to stop and follow her to the Altman's mobile home. Okay, I don't think I would have followed a pig. I gotta be real. Entering the home, the young man... Would you go into some stranger's house because a pig was lying in the road? So what he thought was that the pig was in distress, so he called, Lady, your pig is upset or something. And then Joanne was able to respond that she was actually the one in distress and to please call an ambulance. The man who remained anonymous telephoned the emergency services and paramedics quickly arrived. When Lulu attempted to ride along with Joanne to the hospital by climbing into the back of the ambulance, the paramedics had to gently let her know that she had done enough for one day, and in her rush to get out to find help, Lulu. Lulu, she cut her belly on a sharp <gasps> edge of the tooth. No! So the doggy door was a little bit too small for her. Um, it's for not a gigantic pig. <laughs> However, this was the only injury she sustained, and um. Remarkably, considering she lay on a busy highway for lengthy periods of time trying to stop cars, um, she was pig perfectly even fine. How do that? They're so smart, they though. are really smart. So, for her part in saving Joanne's life, Lulu the pig received um, an incredible amount of media coverage. And then, but what she apparently desired the most was a jelly donut, which she was given. <laughs> So she, she got a jelly donut, <laughs> and I think Joanne's fine. It didn't really say what happened. I think if um, okay. okay if Lenny ever saves my life, which will never ever
0: happen, what he wants is meatloaf. <laughs> okay.
1: If I ever cook
0: meatloaf, he goes like, "Noted." Bananas that has to smell so good to him. Yeah, it smells. He's just like, "I want it. I want
1: it. I, <laughs> I want, want it. I want meatloaf." Yeah.
0: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna end on okay. a sadder note because this is a very famous story, and I feel like we couldn't have a pup cast without eventually talking about Hachiko.
1: Okay, I've heard of this one, but I don't know the story. This is at very, least I've heard of this one, and like you a, and Balto.
0: Oh my god, I'm sorry, sorry I didn't go watch Balto in 1995 and <laughs> I let you down. Okay, So is a very famous Japanese dog. He has, as we respect, a bronze statue at of course. Sh- sh- Shibuya train station in Tokyo, and people go and visit him. It's like a very popular attraction. So the story of Hachiko was that there used to be a professor, Uno, who was, worked in agricultural science at the Tokyo University, and he, had for a really long time, wanted a purebred Akita dog. Okay. Um, Which comes from a certain region of Japan that I have in a note somewhere. Anyway, so he had really wanted one of these type of dogs, and he had spent time looking for this puppy, and eventually one of his students encouraged him to adopt Hachiko. So the two of them became really, really close. He called him Hachi as a nickname and treated him as a son. I'm reading from the amazing and true story of Hachiko the dog from the website Nerd uh, Nerd Nomads, which included, like, the most details of anything that I found in, like, one place. Anyway, so check that out if you want to see pictures of the professor and his dog and blah, blah, blah. So, they were only together with two, for two years, but they really had bonded. And what he would do is he would walk with his owner every day to work at the trains, to, like, drop him off at the train station. And then, I have no idea fucking how, but would meet him Oh, when it was time for him to come home. He just knew what time That's the part I don't get. The dog knew the train schedules? But I guess my dog knows, like, when it's time to feed him or time to go for a walk. Yeah. So, I guess he knew when it was time to go back to Shibuya train station. So, he would go and meet his owner. Well, unfortunately, when he was only two, the professor has a sudden brain hemorrhage at work and dies unexpectedly. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hajiko goes to the train station every day for the rest of his life. What? Waiting for oh, him to no. come back. Oh no. And he never showed up. Oh. So for the next 10 fucking years. How was he eating? Who is, was someone taking care of him? Yes. He had to, so there was a wife and maybe a kid. Um, but they hadn't really bonded with the dog the same way, and I don't think the dog lived inside. Okay. So, I guess he was just able to come and go as he pleased. I suppose people did that with their cats. Yeah, and was able to keep Going back to the train station every morning and every afternoon, precisely when the train was due. That is the saddest
1: fucking thing. He would sit there for
0: hours each day, waiting for him. So sad. And he eventually died by the train station. So he is considered like a symbol of loyalty, and is is you know beloved in memory.
1: Oh, that's and he is
0: referred to as Chen Hachiko, which means Hachiko the faithful dog. Oh,
1: that's so sad, Hachi.
0: This was picked up by a Japanese news reporter in 1932, who first published it, and he and the dog ended up becoming like sort of like a celebrity. So they made a statue for him at the train station. The original one was actually melted down for in World War II for the metal, but then was eventually replaced. So that's like. Tons of people go and get their photo taken. Hachiko has also, was also stuffed.
1: Okay, of course. So you can
0: see him at the National Science Museum in Uno, Tokyo. There is a monument uh, to him at his owner's tomb in the cemetery in Tokyo. Um, there is a museum dedicated to Hachiko and also the breed of oh. dog so you can learn more about Akita's, and then also Hachiko, um, which is in Akita, Japan, like, where those dogs are from. Um, there's been a bunch of movies and books about him. There's even a movie with Richard Gere, which I don't understand. <laughs> it seems like a pretty straightforward story. I'm I don't not know sure. I know how you make a movie out of it. Apparently, they, like, include stuff about, like, the professor's life and... Okay. What happened after he died and how, like, the rest of the family wasn't taking good care of the dog. But then, like, their gardener stepped up and
1: Aww. was
0: taking care of him. And I don't know. If you've seen this episode of Futurama where Fry's dog just waits outside of the pizza place, not knowing that he's been cryogenically frozen, <laughs> that's, uh, that's like, a remembrance of him, too.
1: Oh,
0: Hachi, oh, that's so fucking sad, but so sweet. It's so sweet. And... I could, I don't remember where this is, but more recently, someone made a statue of him and the owner finally being reunited. Oh, where the dog is like that's so too much. I know oh, that's too much. I can't. It's oh. like the owner is so excited to see him, and the dog. So it's like they're reunited in heaven. And s- oh fuck, that's so
1: sad, but so <sighs> sweet.
0: Oh, so Hachi.
1: loyal. Oh, I love dogs. And uh, I need a lining now. To a lesser extent, pigeons.
0: <laughs> and pigs will fucking go. Okay, so what I need to do in this situation is I need to stop a car. How do I stop a car? Well, Okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to line the road. <laughs> like, the problem solving. Seriously. It's like, okay, well, I've been on the road for a while, so I better go check on her and make sure she's all okay. And then come, like, What? <laughs> Oh Hachi. Oh Lulu. But I appreciate that people recognized this loyalty and made the proper fucking statues and monuments yes. and whatever. And I don't really Where understand. Where's the monument to the pigeon? I don't really understand how they made a movie with a bunch of white people and well, this dog, but Never underestimate. That's Hollywood for you. White people's so, ability <laughs> to, to be like, this is a great story about it about Japan. How can we have this star Richard Gere <laughs> Like, no! What? You're missing the whole fucking thing! Anyway, it's such a sweet dog, and at least they got those two ears together, I guess. Oh.
1: Eh. Do you have any eh. cute, cute stories about your dogs lately? What have they done lately that's been adorable? Uh, tried to keep me out of the bed. Uh, <laughs> Lenny's afraid of the stairs right now. But So I would never consider giving up one of my dogs. However, my dog Renley the other day. So here's what he does. So if he has to go to the bathroom, he will cry and it's very annoying, and, but it, to other people that don't live with him, it's kind of cute. He makes these like sad sounding little cries. But he will also sometimes do that if he wants to like go outside or play or sure. go for a walk, it's like pay attention. And me. it's been so cold lately and his feet get really cold, so he doesn't like to go on walks when it's cold, but he still has a lot of energy. And so we haven't gotten out as much as we should. So Travis takes him out one night. He claims he went poop everything <laughs> claims Travis. I do think he actually went poop. So he took him outside. Both the dogs went potty. We're sitting down to watch. Have you heard of that youtube series hot ones no so it's this this guy oh, so the hot sauce thing yes with the the yes. wings and then he has someone famous on and yes. they try and eat gradually increasing in intensity <laughs> how don't did he? that come to be i don't know but yes it's like super popular now and they had gordon ramsay on oh. for their first episode of their latest season so travis loves the show i'm kind of whatever about it but it's gordon ramsay so we're sitting down to watch hot ones with gordon ramsay <laughs> renley comes over and he starts crying again i was like you just went out but he's crying a little bit and crying. And I assumed, and so did Travis, that he just wanted to like go for a walk or whatever, and he didn't like that we were sitting down. And so I'm like telling him to stop and telling him to stop and telling him to stop. Finally he walks away and like I don't know where he went, but he's gone. All I hear is like a little like streaming sound, you know? Like yeah. if you're a dog owner, you know this sound, it'll stop yeah. you in your tracks. I turn around And he has lifted his leg on my bookcase (gasps) and is peeing on, like, my bookcase is full. So the bottom shelf is full of books. He's peeing directly on the bottom shelf, splashing all over the books on that shelf. It was, like, slow motion. Travis didn't know what to do. He was in shock. I was like, no, I'm getting up and, like, running over there. He's still peeing. all places to pee. He could have peed anywhere. But he's like, you're not going to take me out. I'm going to pee on your books. And so, no! I, and he really had to go. So I think, because it was so cold, that he had to go poop. And then he was, like, just ready to be done. And so, and it was dark. And so Travis didn't see that he hadn't gotten number one. Oh. So his little bladder was still full. And he really had to go. Oh, yes. So bad. So I had to clean every book and, like, pull the dust jackets off and, like, hang them up to dry. And I was like, but not the books. The books. That's the opposite of a hero dog. Yes. No, my dogs are not fucking heroes. <laughs> I love that, but they're I wish not Lenny was as big of a
0: hero as heroes. that pigeon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. He's so selfish. There's no way my dogs would run outside and lay in front of oncoming traffic because I was having a medical oh, emergency. That pig, that sweet pig. No. Some pig. That's some pig. Should we leave it at that? I think we should. All right. Thanks, thanks for, for joining us everyone. to a the podcast. This has been brought to you Very by. a few pups in it. Perhaps it's
0: you. Yeah. We're on social medias. We have a website. privacy.com. Yep. You know what? We need
1: some five-star reviews. Yes. Go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. It really helps us out. Yeah. Okay. That's Bye. it. Bye.